Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Question of the Week from the Naked Scientists. Welcome to Question of the Week. I'm Greer Jackson, and today we're drilling into John's quandary. What is the most expensive element in the world? It's a hefty title with many contenders and weight classes. What did you guys think at home, though? Facebook fan Jacob suggested it's oxygen because nobody can live without it, whereas Tam argued that heroin or cocaine should claim the title because it costs so many lives. So how do we define expensive and what other criteria should we be considering? Chemist Mark Lorch from the University of Hull. Plenty of materials are extremely expensive. There are drugs such as Solaris, which costs a whopping $700,000 for a year's treatments, to super rare gems such as red emeralds coming in at $50,000 a gram. And there are chemicals that have high social costs through drug abuse or pollution. But strictly speaking, none of these are elements. They're mixtures of elements bound together, known as molecules or minerals. Ah, so they're not strictly elements. That narrows down our search just a little. So we're clear, though. What exactly is an element, Mark? Elements themselves are something that can't be chemically broken down into a simpler substance. And, of course, they are all nicely laid out on the periodic table, or indeed in song. There's antimony, arsenic, aluminum, selenium, and hydrogen and oxygen and nitrogen and rhenium, etc. So... Being a chemist, I'm going to use that definition of an element. OK, so we're looking for an element, but what do we mean when we say expensive? Well, we can't live without oxygen or carbon or a host of other elements, which makes them invaluable. But to make things slightly simpler, I think I'll stick to purely monetary values. Let the fight begin. (laughs) Weighing in at just 12 on the atomic mass scale, it's lightweight underdog, carbon. It might cost pennies when it's graphite in your pencil, but turn it into the best diamonds and it might fetch $100,000 for a gram. Fee you! That is a hefty price tag. What else is a contender? Astatine is a contender. It's radioactive with a half-life of a few hours, and so it decays as quickly as it's produced. The result is that there's probably less than 10 grams of naturally occurring astatine on the whole of the Earth. But astatine still isn't the rarest member of the periodic table. Not if we take into account man-made elements. That accolade probably goes to livermorium, made by bombarding heavy atoms together, causing them to briefly fuse into the new element. Only a handful of atoms have ever existed, and with a half-life of 61 milliseconds, they don't hang around for very long either. But whilst these were fabulously expensive to manufacture, there's no commercial reason to do so. What does that leave us with as our champion? It's another man-made element, but a useful one, with applications ranging from initiating nuclear reactors to radiotherapy treatments for some cancers. But it doesn't come cheap. You'll need to set aside a cool $27 million for just one gram. And the winner by knockout is Californium. (laughs) 
Thanks, Mark, for that scintillating roundup. I hope that answers your question, John. Next week, we lend an ear to Jerry's question. What acreage of a wheat field do you need to make a large loaf of wholemeal bread? What do you think? If you have any ideas, you can, of course, tweet us at Naked Scientists, find us on Facebook, or join in the debate on the forum, nakedscientist.com slash forum. And, of course, if you have any questions that you would like answered, you can email chris at thenakedscientist.com, and we'll do our best to answer that question for you. If you enjoyed this, you can check out some of our amazing other podcasts. You can find them on our website, nakedscientist.com. Until next time, goodbye. Question of the Week is part of the Naked Scientists podcast and supported by the Wellcome Trust and UK Fast. Look us up online at nakedscientists.com. Thinking about your next career move in research and development? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that's investing £20 billion in R&D over the next two years. The nation that's home to four of the world's top research universities. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK.